the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Satan uses lies, and he's the father of lies. And his lie was so effective that Adam and Eve bought it and ate the forbidden fruit. Instead of doing it God's way, they thought they had a better idea and did it their own way. And look how that turned out. You know, when the family starts out like that, (laughs) the future looks pretty dark, doesn't it? But God persisted, as we all know, through his disappointment, through his frustration, and the family, of course, still exists today. Why? Well, because it was God's plan, and so the family matters. Pastor Leighton Sheely continues his series entitled Family Matters, and we bring you another edition of Study Verse by Verse from Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout. Thank you for spending a few minutes with us today as Pastor Layton launches us into the second message in the series on this Friday. More about this ministry and the church can be found at highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Well, when we met last, the main theme of the message was marriage is important. It was the first social institution created by God, and it is the foundation of all the others. And when marriages and families fail, then churches crumble because churches are built on families. And really, a church is a family of families. And when families and marriages fail, then nations fall because nations are fundamentally built on families. We're a family of families. Every civilization in the history of the world has recognized marriage as central and essential. It is the foundation of it all. It's important. Marriage is important. Family is important. Now that was last week, and this week I'd like to focus on the truth that marriage is good. Marriage is good. Now there might be some among us saying, saying, Pastor, are you like preaching to the choir today? I mean, we're here because we know that God says marriage is good. So what's the point? Well, I think there's a couple of points. First off, you may come across some people who do not believe in God, do not, have not gone to church, don't know the Bible. And uh, if you were to try to, to tell them that uh, marriage is good, and they, they ask you, oh, how do you know that? You point to the Bible, and they immediately dismiss you as not knowing what you're talking about. So today I'm going to bring in some uh, extra biblical, that means it's outside of the Bible, scientific research data that supports what the Bible already says And so I'd like to give thanks to focus on the family and Dr. Timothy Keller and my daughter who helped in the research of this. You see, we're in in a culture that bombards us with the message that marriage is obsolete and that other models of family are better. The world wants us to believe that marriage is bad, not good. Since the 1970s, there's been predictions that marriage as an institution is dying. The Pew Research Center found that nearly 40% of Americans believe that marriage is becoming obsolete. 40% of Americans. Now, Hollywood is notorious for promoting this theme, and they will even adapt and change stories in order to fit their agenda. 
you know, I don't have much time for pleasure reading, but I remember years ago reading some of uh, Tom Clancy's earliest novels. And several of those novels were made into movies uh, starring the likes of uh, Harrison Ford, Alec Baldwin, Ben Affleck, and others. And, and the lead character in his books was a good church family man named Jack Ryan, who was happily married to his wife, a doctor named Catherine, and had a daughter who was the apple of his eye. This was a good man, a good family man. I was excited to hear when Tom Clancy's novel, The Sum of All Fears, was going to be made into a movie, and so I cleared my calendar in order to be able to be there for that. And I have to confess that when I sat down, I was really disoriented. Because the main characters, as portrayed, were not portrayed as a happy family. They were portrayed simply as people living together. You know, Hollywood rarely portrays a happy marriage and a happy family. Instead, it's often portrayed as being oppressive for women, crushing individuality, stifling passion. And the influences of Hollywood and our culture have had an impact on how younger generations in particular perceive marriage. A study from the University of Virginia's National Marriage Project concluded that less than a third of high school senior girls and only slightly more than a third of the boys seem to believe that marriage is more beneficial to individuals than the alternatives. Can you believe that? That two-thirds of the young people coming out of our public high schools believe that the alternatives are better than God's plan for marriage and family. You see, the world says that marriage is a bad idea. God says marriage is a good idea. Both cannot possibly be true. It has to be one or the other. Marriage is God's idea, and it's a good idea. It's a good idea because it came from God, who never has a bad idea. So if God never had a bad idea, where did the bad idea that God had a bad idea come from? If God never had a bad idea, then where did the bad idea that God had a bad idea come from? It comes from here. Genesis chapter 3. Have you guys heard the phrase, the oldest trick in the book? Do you know there's a Geico commercial where that's the theme of the Geico? Do you like Geico commercials? I, I love those Geico commercials. There's a, there's a Geico commercial, the oldest trick in, in the book. But this is literally the oldest trick in the book. And the book I'm talking about is the Bible. And it's the oldest trick because it's the very first trick that was pulled on mankind. And even though it's the oldest trick in the book, it still works. Look there. I'm just joking. That was a Geico commercial right there. It still works. It's the oldest trick in the book, and it still works. And we're all victims of it. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any of the wild animals the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, but God did say, you must not eat fruit from the tree that is in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it, or you will die. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. It says, for God knows, and to suggest that he's suggesting that God's been a little less than honest. That instead of really wanting to save them from death, he's trying to prevent them from becoming like him. And this is the oldest trick in the book. 
to make you believe that God is holding out on you. That God doesn't want the very best for you. That he doesn't want you to be all that you can be. It's the oldest trick in the book. Satan slithered the notion that God was holding on his best. He doesn't want you to be all you can be. He's trying to suppress you. He's trying to repress you. He's trying to hold you down. He's trying to hold you back. He's trying to keep you bound. He knows you can be like God. You can choose what's right and wrong. You can do whatever you like. But God's not looking out for your good. He's looking out for himself. He's only interested in himself. The oldest trick in the book. Satan uses lies. He is a liar and he's the father of lies. And his lie was so effective that Adam and Eve bought it and ate the forbidden fruit. Instead of doing it God's way, they thought they had a better idea and did it their own way. And look how that turned out. Instead of living in a garden paradise, our world is filled with disease and violence, corruption and death. You see, God has a better idea. God always has a better idea. And God's better idea for marriage was that a man and a woman would remain chaste, celibate, sexually pure until brought together in holy matrimony. Thereafter, they would remain faithful to each other until death do them part. That was God's idea. But still, people still follow the example of Adam and Eve and think that they have a better idea. Today, more than half of people live together before getting married. Just a few years ago, nobody did. Dr. Timothy Keller wrote, Driving this practice are several widespread beliefs. One of the assumptions is that most marriages are unhappy. After all, the reasoning goes, 50% of all marriages end in divorce, and surely many of the other 50% must be miserable. So living together before marriage, they argue, improves your chances of making a good marriage choice. It helps you discover whether you're compatible before you take the plunge. It's a way to discover if the other person can really keep your interest. Yeah, you know, if the, if the chemistry is strong enough. However, a considerable amount of studies have proven that people who live together before marriage are more likely to break up after marriage. Now, another reason that some people are reticent about marriage is they think that it's going to be a financial drain. It's going to be a financial burden to get married. A 1992 study of retirement shows that individuals who are continuously married had 75% more wealth at retirement than those who never married or who divorced and did not remarry. There are many financial benefits to being married. For one thing, studies have found that married people are more healthy and stable, and employees reward these characteristics. Married employees, on average, make 10 to 40% more So you see, marriage is not a financial drain. But divorce is. And that's why it's so important to divorce-proof your marriage. And the way you do that is by doing marriage God's way. God created marriage. He knows how it works best. And he provides guidance for how to run our marriages and our families in his word. You know, many of us have been told that most people who are married are not happy. 
Well, the ones that aren't happy are just noisier is what the problem is. There was a 2010 Pew study uh, report that found that 84% of married people, 84% are very satisfied with their family lives. And that compares to only 71%, those living with a partner, 66% who are single, 50% of those who are divorced and separated. 84% are very satisfied with their family lives. And more studies have demonstrated that two-thirds of marriages that are unhappy today will be happy within five years if the couple stays married and does not get divorced. So if you're going through an unhappy patch, the statistics are in your favor that within five years, you'll be happy if you just stay together and stay married. Don't give up. And we'll have more on that foundational thought, that seminal teaching, when we come back on Monday with uh, a continuation of this series called Family Matters from Pastor Leighton Sheely and Church of the Highlands in San Bruno. I'm Mike Trout. Thank you, as always, for joining us. Find out more about Church of the Highlands on the web at highlands.us. Worship continues, and all the details are right there on the website, highlands.us. I'm Mike Trout. Have a blessed weekend. And come back on Monday at this same time when we'll once again open the Word of God and study with Pastor Leighton Sheely verse by verse.